everybody welcome to today's episode of you guessed it it's cow daily you're here you know what it is cow daily things about cows every day um basically for um people who have issues with lactose this week um i think in the world of cows there's going to be an even better scenario developing for you going forward they're going to remove it from cows can you believe it Right, we don't do that kind of thing anyway. I see people are joining. I'm just going to say silly things. Eee, eee, let people join. Shouts to Geordie Mams everywhere. Today, my erstwhile friends, we are going to talk about Carol Vorderman. <laughs> um, the latest in a line of celebrity grift, getting their face all in the video, dancing like Puffy when it's safe to do so now that there's absolutely no chance of structural change whatsoever in the comb doing their things linickering it up nonsing up the crisps and the numbers it's all happening for her and we'll be here to talk about it again also got some um nice follow-up stuff on the filtration systems um regarding the thing that we're definitely going to make real which is filter systems in every public building public transport which filter out covid and other viruses really important to do and we're going to actually expose some of the people who've already got it but also there's a little tidbit regarding when the government were acknowledging it was there i'm actually going to leave it till later keep tuning in later and you'll know things audio people i'm about to take a drink absolutely lovely have you seen them balls where you put proper dried herbs in i've took it up a level i'm in like the herbal tail illuminati now well i spent 199 on one of them little balls best 199 ever spent on a ball ever i believe who's in the who star that's the main thing i think zoe's in rock and the ease did reply to that one but didn't want to leave you out you're in early Chazbot73, Moo, how are yous? I'm all right, mate. Um, I, uh, it, it, me sleep, I would say my sleep improved, I. Like, I didn't wake up at 1 a.m., I woke up at 5 a.m., which is a massive step forward. Um, clearly, it's still a bit boring sitting there in the dark waiting for the sun to come up and that, but that's the one. Um, but I decided to just take me time in that today, so yousy goozy. Shelly Kelly. Is she here? Corn to Streamyard now. Until now, she's in. John O.C. Ahoy, ahoy, shipmate. Ahoy, hoy. Ahoy, stadium, Rotterdam. Also for another hoy. Hoy like Geordie's throw a thing. Also, there's worth hat trick of hoys. Duncan Paler. E right at you. Right there. Mark Hunt. Oi, oi, Geordie boy. Afternoon, we're very damp Wales. Um, I love Wales, me. It's two more Welsh people, and right back at you, Mark. All the best, mate. Um, was Zane and Bob Grady Zane a full compliment of the Welsh? Loving it. Shelley's saying she likes chamomile and peppermint tea. This one, I like them too. Peppermint tea's like been me staple, but it's been replaced on rotation with lemon balm. Seriously, man, it's it's the thing that lifts you and if people want to like knock caffeine on the head i've found it's a good one to have because it's a little bit like sort of black tea um in the taste but it's obviously caffeine free which i think caffeine's really bad for you it's such a capitalist drug 
you know, drink caffeine during the week and then forget about it all with wine at the end of it. That's how they get us with their drugs. It's four minutes 11. I can't say the punchline. Damn. <laughs> one day, one day we'll be signed by the far right to rumble for a lot of money, maybe six to seven million, and we'll get to say whatever we want. <laughs> Shots fired. Anyway. If you would like to support our work, please go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. It's patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Link in the description uh, for the PayPal if you want to make one-off donation to a work. Gan on it, Easter, you know, you want to fund the resurrection of UK independent media, at least this aspect of it. Of course you do. Also, if you want to help us monetize the channel, go to youtube.com forward slash cowdaily. Watch it there. Also, there's a back catalog building up that you might like. So please like it there. Watch the things. Help us get the things. Do the things. The things. Right. Comments. A couple of more and then we'll crack on. John was saying I like Valerian tea, but not for the taste or the smell. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, Zoe Jarrett's on the lemon and ginger. Can't have, I'm not a caffeine man either. Don't like it. Don't it's it sends sends us off on a right jangle. Anyway, I'm gonna have a quick drink so we're gonna saw through two seconds. Oh, that's great, man. So let's do Vorderman, shall we? Vorderman. Not well, not literally, that would be a misogynistic statement. That's reducing it down to how she looks, and it's absolutely not, and she's well served for penis, so it's fine. Oh, it's five minutes 50. I could have said cock. It would have had more impact. Damn. Anyway, Vorderman. Let's just see what she has to say. What is she saying on her Twitter account? What is she up to? Carol, what are you doing? Let's see. Um, apparently, Carol defines herself as a TV host, entrepreneur, philanthropist, author, pilot. I know nothing of this woman's life. RF honorary GP captain. Love my life. Hand up in the air. Generally, people who love their life and want to tell you that explicitly, maybe don't. So she's, what's her pinned tweet? A little more for my meeting with Miss... Oh, she's done a podcast with James off LBC. What's he called? James Robb. The absolute high watermark of bastardry in the centre-right artillery. Um, there's another one here. Morning. This just popped up. Our Paul calling out the Tories about 10 years ago. Right. So it would definitely need to address here. Definitely need to address. Vorderman, right? I'll just get rid of this. And I shall return. Vorderman <laughs> is talking about a speech which went viral again after Paul O'Grady, a.k.a. Lily Savage, sadly died um, last week. And during that time, Vorderman was doing some some dirt, and we'll explore why. One of the reasons I've brought this up is this is the sort of, oh, these people in the, the Guardian, right? As this one's Gabby Hinsliff, it could be any one of these absolute rotter bags. Carl Vorderman's later life renaissance gives us just the kind of political hero we need. First of all, who's us? Second of all, political hero, why? Because she's sending a few tweets out and banging on about the Tories that she used to jump into bed with, don't know about it really. Uh, this from The Guardian, uh, Monday the 2nd of February 2009. Cameron goes with the snow for audio people. There's 
Borderman and Cameron making a snowman together outside Westminster. This from Monday, the 2nd of February, 2009. Also, Carol and David equal new Tory strategy to make maths fun. But yet she spends half a day on Twitter railing against the Tories now. What? So anyway, this from the article, she said, David Cameron has asked me to look into how we can raise standards by making sure children are learning in the best way possible. What can we learn from India and the Far East and Eastern Europe? How has the US started to fight their maths problem? Math problem, it's the US. All this from Thursday, the 4th of May, 2006. Countdown to a conundrum. Vorderman urged to stop adverts for loan company. Oh, why do we bring this up? Let we have a look. Hold on a minute. I need to uh, bring this up into this bloody stream that you're going to see. Self in as well for the crack. Yeah, I just got a uh, got a few different bits and bobs today, so just going to show this one. This is a recent one, and this was her on um, Jeremy Vine, I think, last week. So listen to what she's saying here. So somebody who feels very strongly about this is Carol Vorderman, who's been researching it all and is alarmed by what she's found. Carol, you go first. You're concerned. People are suffering out there. I understand. When people are, you know, receiving letters from HMRC for small mispayments or whatever, when there are people with a loan charge scandal that no one talks about, where people have committed suicide because of the threats that have come their way. Now, this is all, to me, to my mind, this is all part and parcel of the utter moral corruption. This was the Chancellor of the Exchequer and the Prime Minister, whose wife was claiming non-dom status and not paying a tax, as you and I would. That, I mean, there's right. something really J deeply James dark is, at the we... heart it's a bit rich coming from her, like when you consider some of the things we're about to reveal. What are the things we're about to reveal? Countdown to a conundrum, Vorderman urged to stop adverts for loan company. TV maths expert at Centre of Row of a debt service, 2006 this was. I'll go on to what she was referring to in that clip with Jeremy Vine in a moment. So it says from The Guardian, the campaign against Ms. Vorderman's contract has been coordinated by Martin Lewis. Bloody hell, Martin, that Martin Lewis, the money-saving expert who presents ITV One's Make Me Rich and found moneysavingexpert.com. He also writes a weekly column for The Guardian's money section. His website will today send out more than 500,000 emails asking people to sign the petition, which also has the support of the Consumer Credit Counseling Service and the Money Education Charity Credit Action. Uh, what else did it say? But critics say Ms. Vorderman's role as the nation's maths brain box, maths nonce, puts her in a different category. Mr. Lewis said, Carol Vorderman is no ordinary celebrity. She is specifically trusted for her mathematical knowledge. So when she recommends a financial product, it is a lot more credence than other celebs. Secured loans should really be seen as a loan of last resort. But the way in which they are sold by Carol makes them seem as if they are a normal everyday option. Quite right, Martin. Indeed. Um. It goes on, this from Wales Online, and this was 5th of May 2006, Vorderman legal move over TV loans ad petition. TV presenter Carol Vorderman has hit back against a website which is urging her to stop advertising companies offered secured loans. It says here, TV presenter Vorderman has hit back. Her manager said she has engaged lawyers to deal with the matter and that it was nonsense to try to blame her for the business activities of companies she did not did not and would not endorse that's 
not what happened. What happened was it was the company that she was actually endorsing. So anyway, this was what she was referring to in that Jeremy Vine clip there. Loan charge suicides. Government has a lot to answer for, says accountancyage.com. Uh, from January the 26th, 2003, in, introduced in 2017, the loan charge was designed to tackle tax avoidance schemes where individuals receive income in the form of loans that are not repaid. Crucially, it is thought that the schemes were missold to many workers by lawyers or accountants and therefore that the promoters of the schemes should be liable. Absolutely and fundamentally agree. But that's not the whole picture when you've got somebody like Carol Vorderman talking about it, who is co not just co-signed the payday loans, but also lawyered up when she was um, criticized, because that's basically all that happened. So anyway, payday loans, the amount of suicides from them. I mean, what we've got on the screen is from The Guardian, Liverpool Echo, The Sun, The Daily Mail, payday loan firms drove person to suicide and, and, and. So here's the thing, riddle me this, good people. Why has the maths nonce been given it the nine out about the Tories? Well, I'd suggest it's because now it's safe to do so that the actual threat to the establishment has been neutralised, which is Corbyn and I don't want to say the left, just people who give a shit. So now that um, performative actors such as Gary Lineker and Carol Vorderman have stepped forward, it's absolutely safe for them to do so. Now, for people who haven't seen the bit we've done on Gary Lineker, I suggest it's worth watching or listening to. You can do that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Um, check that out. Uh, I've got problems with these people. They not only during the time when we could have actually figured a lot of this stuff out via um, the st structural power of the government, they did everything that they possibly could to stop that happening. So I'm not having this mealy-mouthed shite now from Vorderman and Lineker and people putting them on a pedestal. Not a chance of it. There's a point that I've put, like, saw from the Facebook post where I put out before, uh, somebody said there comes a point where we have to accept that unless we can learn to tolerate and work with those part-timers, moderates and extremists who all hate the Tories, the Tories will keep winning. I have responded, we did that between 2015 and 19 and they threw two elections. It's a hard no from me. Um, it's a hard no from me and there's nothing like spiteful or anything like that. You can't work with people who act in bad faith and to even suggest that we do given the amount of information that's out there in the public domain is... Mad, mad, M -m mad, not happening. Not no, no disrespect to you, person who um, made that comment. Not at all. Not personal. It was just like something that I wanted to use as a primer to talk about what is happening here. There's nothing, no purity here. You can't work with people who definitely just want to sell it out. Like, and that's putting it mildly. Um. So there we are bollocks to Carol Vorderman and all maths nonces anyway. And I tell you what it is, right? Is there some kind of production line of rotters to be the maths nonce on Countdown? Because Jesus, the person that came after her is even worse than that. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, please check out the community tab on youtube.com forward slash cowdaily. Um, there you can engage with all the better crack and all of that there. What else? Comments. Who's here? What you saying? 
So El Boido is saying, so Carol saw there of her ways and turned around the loan thing. Apparently not when she lawyered up, mate. Um, is she still pushing the loan thing? Probably not. It's many years ago and she got lots of backlash from it. But the point being is, like, I don't see any contrition. But what I do see is her going, Tories this, Tories that, Tories the third, when she's a friggin' Tory. It's one of these ones that will jump on the Cameron thing and, and the Starmer thing, and she'll be basically be telling you to vote Labour, just like the crisp non. So, fucking bollocks to her. Right. What, what do you think the chances are getting Carol on your show? You pose these questions directly to her. That would be brilliant to see here. Um, at the minute, probably slim to none. Um, times in the past, probably quite easily. Um, I'd do it. I mean, if anybody wants to arrange it, I'd ask her the questions and have a lose a fucking stack in that. That'd be funny, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd do it. I just think the chances of it um, are... I'll tell you what I'll do, right? I'll ask. I'll I'll send an interview request and I'll tell you what happens. Deal? That'll do. Cool. So just have a quick drink and then we'll do the next segment. Oh, there's more Welsh in as well. Shazbot73. The cows and the sheep always stick together. We certainly do. Love the Welsh me. Absolutely class. Zoe's saying... They're just searching for ways to stay relevant. It's mad though, really, isn't it? Because they're like, what do they actually need? Like, they've got the houses paid off. They've got their money right. I mean, Vorderman, like, houses were cheaper back then. I bet you uh, she didn't pay a fortune like she would now for a house. So what she got, what she got her face all up in the video for? Just seems like some kind of, like, uber grift to me. Um... B62 Boom 1, I thought she was a Tory a while back. That's the thing, there's so many of them like turn Tory or were Tory or do turncode things that it's kind of hard. It's kind of it's kind of hard to like keep track of absolute rotitude, but here we are. Um, don't worry, Cow Daily, for all your keeping track of rotitude needs. <laughs> Honestly, right? So like I was looking back through some of the older ones and it's obviously I've been going through the brain fog stuff and all that. This was just last week. And the shows that were made that I can't even remember making, how scary is that, man? That's mad. Um, Shazbot is saying we could all do a bit of fun, get her on. Uh, the, the, we should have been doing guests by now and like building the channel and stuff, but like I've not been well. So basically, uh, like I've cancelled like somebody I can't have postponed four times and I just can't keep doing that. Um, so I've stopped booking or trying to book people until um, until we can. But I'm going to ask Vorderman because I'm not that asked about being switched on. I'll just ask a question. She'll lose her shit. Um, El Boido saying, Carol did say somewhere, I'm sure the only reason she's out there saying what she's saying is because she is financially secure and not afraid of retribution or cancelling by the establishment. I mean, that's all well and good. Like, and yeah, fine. But like she made her money by like shitting all over the working class by mobbing up with the fucking Tories. So um bollocks to Carol Vorderman. It's like it, like, it's like oh well like yeah get the Tories out now because like get the Tories out and like obviously it just seems like a whole bag of guilt to me. Simple as that. Uh Jez Hunt saying it's safe to not be a Tory now they're getting the boot wouldn't risk it before spot on that like right gonna do it. I've got a bit of hope for the end. And we've got some um, 
stuff on the filters, follow up, check this out though, right? Seriously, if you're going to share the show, right, for any reason, share it for this. We have to hold them to account. This is a fucking scandal. Fucking, I'm even like, it was like when I lost it last week. I was like, I've been disgraced. I like properly lost it there, you know, had to properly reel it in. If you don't know what that's about, go and watch previous show. Um, last week, I fucking disgraced. <laughs> what, a, what a dilemma. So anyway, this is a company I found called Purified Air. Um, and these are case studies from the website. Um, Palace of Westminster. Uh, I'll just give you a bit of the preamble here. Purified Air were tasked to incorporate filtration solutions into the existing HVAC system of the Palace of Westminster to improve the indoor air quality of the building. We achieved this by installing blah, 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 blah. But the key point, the ESPs vastly improved upon the indoor air quality, ensuring that airborne viruses and bacteria were kept to an absolute minimum within the space. Hmm, you mean the Palace of Westminster, which includes the House of Commons and the House of Lords? filter out COVID from the air because that's what these things do and other viruses you mean that happens you mean her majesty's government on purifiedair.com as a case study nationwide purified air start year two year two hold on year two when exactly were they acknowledging COVID was airborne this is the key this is the this is the extra grist to our mill for our campaign when was that well, let's clarify it like on a different show, but let's focus on Purified Air first, the company. So Purified Air are proud to be supplied by a close partner and arm of Her Majesty's government with virus control air filtration solutions. At the end of the first year, Purified Air provided lots of technical shit. Um, these units were implemented to reduce the spread of viruses to both the public and employees within the space. Oh, thanks. Can the public be safe when we come and visit the grandees? Oh, cheers. Their their lives are clearly more important. Oh, look, the Ministry of Defence, another case study on purifiedair.com, providing the Ministry of Defence nationwide with extra protection against COVID-19. The MOD is a ministerial department that works for Secure UK and has global reach and influence towards the end of 2020. Purified Air was commissioned to supply the Ministry of Defence with our mobile virus irradiation. Hold on to help stop the spread of airborne COVID-19. Hold on. When did the government acknowledge COVID was airborne? It says towards the end of 2020, they commissioned this here. How interesting. So anyway, this is a guy who's been doing a bit on this on Twitter called John West. You can follow him at John West under slash Jaws. An interesting one. Um, he's saying here, there has been no action by the Conservatives installing air purification in schools or hospitals, just insistence that they are safe. And yet both Parliament and the Ministry of Defence have had air purification installed. In the MOD's case, purified air was commissioned in 2020. This matters because in 2020, the government was saying we were not facing an airborne pathogen. Let's read that again, because in 2020, the government was saying we were not facing an airborne pathogen. So why was the public money being spent in this way? And why was it not spent in those areas where infection was likely to be higher, schools and hospitals? We also know um, from the work that we're doing every week together that South Korea is not only installing these systems in all schools, they're also charging the Ministry of Engineering to build a one that's optimized for schools. So anyway... John says, what I really want to know is who approached Purified Air for the Parliament and MOD contracts and when? What was the tender process? When was Parliament fitted with the system and how much? I want to know that as well. 
So why am I bothered, right? Obviously, you know, we know that our decision makers really, really don't like us because we're not real humans, according to them. We're just chattel. So know your audience. Pitch it, these filters, towards economy nonces and people who just love money over human life. So from the evening standard, number of Britons off work due to long-term sickness hits record high figures. The figures come ahead of Chancellor Jeremy Hunt's self-style back-to-work budget on Wednesday. E. So anyway, the number of Britons off work due to long-term sickness has reached record levels, the latest figures show, ramping up pressure on the Chancellor ahead of his back-to-work budget. Data from the Office for National Statistics revealed that there were 252 million people off work due to long-term sickness in the three months to January, up 2.6% quarter-on-quarter and 7.9% year-on-year, and the highest since records began in 1993. Right. Brace yourselves. We're going to be told it's everything other than COVID to blame. Just to recap, but people who watch all the time will know this stuff, right? COVID, according to Stanford study that's been released um repeat infections damage the immune system then that impact is akin to hiv on the immune system and that then lowers obviously this system to such a level that it brings up dormant viruses and pulls forward like end of life disease such as cancer strokes dementia uh, there's a study I just saw today regarding dementia. This is why this is important. The, the 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 problem that we've got is it's going to be incredibly hard to link these things to COVID because, well, you've seen what the propaganda campaigns are all about. Um, there's a lot of reasons why our Houses of Commons are um, not best placed to be able to deal with any of this, even though they have these filter systems in their place of work. And one of the reasons I'd strongly suggest is this. Um, more than 100 MPs are earning at least 2.6 million a year between them from renting out properties, research fines. That's commercial as well as private landlords. But that like that figure actually isn't commercial landlords. Um, one of the things I do want to share with you now, right, is from Navara Media. I've never shared any of their work before, but this is from a couple of years ago, I think in the start of the pandemic, 2020, so three years ago. Let us see, my friends, what they've got to say. And it's regarding Jeremy Hunt. I think there's also someone who ran their own business for many years. There's a creativity you get, a buzz in an office, which you don't get when you're doing meetings over Zoom or, or Microsoft Teams. And there's only so long that you can carry on working completely remotely before you start losing the kind of fizz and excitement that you get in a really good workplace. So I think people will want to go back to work eventually. I hope it happens soon. I want to take us back to Hunt briefly, because as we've mentioned, one of the main people who are going to lose out if people don't go back to their office spaces in the same numbers as they had before is commercial landlords. Because what many businesses are, are realizing, as Aaron has mentioned, is that they can save money on, on rent by getting people to work from home either the whole time or, or half of the time. But someone who will lose out because of this is Jeremy Hunt. Uh, because, yes, he is something he did not mention in that Sky interview, a commercial landlord. 
Um, I saw this mentioned on Twitter today. I had to fact check it. So I went to the register of interests. You can see the incomes of all parliamentarians. Um, and this was on Jeremy Hunt's. So a land and property portfolio value over 100,000 and or giving rental income of over 10,000 pounds a year. So on there, he's got half a share of a holiday home in Italy. He's also got seven apartments in Southampton. But in the middle there, half share of an office building in London. So this man is a commercial landlord. And you might say half share of an office, is that that big a deal? Now let's look at what, what this office is and also how it came about because it tells you something about the man, Jeremy Hunt. Again, uh, so the office is it's a big office in Hammersmith. It was, and potentially still is, I'm not sure, occupied by Hot Courses. That's the company that Jeremy Hunt created. He was co-director, co-founder of that. Now, the, the, the way that this building came to be in the ownership of, of Jeremy Hunt and his co-director was that it was paid to them in dividends. So the company, instead of paying out money uh, in cash in dividends to its co-founders, paid out this property. And then what happened after that is that Hunt rents back the property to Hot Courses, his company at the time. And they did this, according to the Telegraph, to avoid tax. Um, so this scheme, the kind of thing that ordinary people don't do, you don't transfer someone a a, a, a building to then rent it back yourself. This is the kind of thing that only the 1% do. Um, it saved Hunt and his colleague £100,000 each, according to the Telegraph. But that is not enough to keep the man happy. He seemingly wants people to risk their lives, their health, um, so that he can keep making money on his Hammersmith office. E e that's naughty. E. Isn't it naughty though? So, um, shout to the soft left, by the way, in the borough. <laughs> I'll say that because they're blatantly going to tell what to vote Labour come election time. It's just so obvious. But let's see. Let's see. Maybe still pivot. Who who knows? But Sterling work on that and also Sterling work during um, the lockdowns as well. Shouts to them for that. But not so much on the old, like, you're definitely going to tell people to vote Labour, aren't you, Navarros? Damn. Damn. Damn you. But never mind. It's just how life is, I suppose, these days. Lots of madness. So anyway, we'll do it, I hope, before we go. But we are going to do this and take some of your comments. Um, so Jez is saying, hospitals of all places need this more than anywhere. Might bring down MRSRA and the like too. Fully agree with you. I think one NHS trust has done it, but they've made a unilateral decision to do it rather than it being mandated, clearly, because there's no legal mandate for it. Um, right, two seconds. Uh, Boido, I've always said they should build a purpose-built parliament with on-site accommodation, like some sort of Olympic village. Place in the north of England, so it's away from the finance centre. Um, could do. I mean, I think we need to change the people in it. Totally. <laughs> um, what else? Right. Carl's saying, Navarro are great. I agree on certain things. They are great on telling people to vote Labour. Not so great. I don't know if that's something to do with Bastani's partner being a Labour councillor. Who's to say? Or the fact that they're all fully piled up Owen Jones and all that mob and seemed really friendly with Wes Streeton. That was strange. Um, Zoe's saying, I remember this from the time, obviously self-interested play, it always is from Tory MPs. Defo, Navarra do some pretty good work. Definitely B62 Boom 1, I agree. 
Joanne is saying, shocked but not shocked. It's the ever, ever increasing parade of much like the generation game travelator. It's not a travelator. Brain fog's still, still here, isn't it? How wonderful. John was saying, I like Navarro, they aren't perfect, but they're amongst the best we have right now. Definitely. Uh, Walker is very soft left. He is. I've been told this privately too. <laughs> I mean, you don't need privately to be told this. <laughs> right. Uh, Zoe says, if you remember, it was all about keeping Pret going in the media. Mad people fell for that. Totally. Um, and here's the thing, right? Actually, I'll just put this up for Jono. I didn't actually see this, and I'm really heartened to see this. Oh, how am I on StreamYard? Ash Sarkar said she will never vote for Starmer's gang of racists. Big up Ash Sarkar. I really hope that this is them realizing that they, it's an untenable position. Simple as. Has to really. I mean, it's surely got to be bad for business at this point for them. But who who knows? Who knows what it is? Who knows what's going on with them? I just, I, I mean, look, I really do like Navarra. I don't even know why I'm tired about this, but we're, here we are. I really do like Navarra. I've just got this like weird something's not right feeling about them don't know what it is just speculate just internal processing don't know why don't know what it is just something not right maybe i'm just being the one that's like the raj the raj but maybe i'm not um carl's asking any chain of corbin stands an independent yet not a sausage to be honest carl and to be honest the way i've been going on on here recently i'll probably be the last person that'll get told now <laughs> but do i give a fuck nah david what i what i care about is the truth so i don't know carl but i mean i could find out i mean i just have made it pretty bloody obvious that i don't care for no like type games i don't want to be part of no mad gangs unless we're going to do something about it so there we go that's me Bit of hope before we leave. Defo. What we got? Nature prescriptions can improve physical and mental health, says a study. According to new research from the University of New South Wales, Sydney, a dose of the outdoors may be what the doctor ordered. How, you ask? The systematic review and meta-analysis published today in the Lancet Planetary Health found that nature prescriptions provided both physical and mental health benefits. Patients had reduced blood pressure as well as lower depression and anxiety scores, and they had a higher daily step count. The evidence shows that nature prescriptions can help to restore and build capacities for better physical and mental health. What we need now is to work out how to make nature prescriptions happen in a sustained way for those people with high potential to benefit, but who currently spend little time in nature. Don't wait. Don't wait for none of these prescriptions. Nature, for the most part, is free. Um, if Well, obviously, if you live in a city, a little bit different. We can still get to a park. Just get out and start walking, if you can. Because not everybody can, but speak to a doctor first. Those Couch to 5K apps are meant to be quite good. I mean, yesterday, I've built up to this, and um, I did like 15K. I did a 20, but that was months and months on end, and I'm doing it mad slow and not pushing myself because of the whole post-viral fatigue and all that which for somebody who's done ultra marathons is frustrating but i tell you what it's better than being stuck in bed simple as so let we get out into nature and try and improve this because i'm not just i'm just not gonna sit and just wait to die me fact nature is a beautiful thing um so there's navara thing continues in the comments uh 
Zoe's saying though on nature, absolutely nature is amazing. Cleansed myself a bit yesterday by planting seedlings out. Felt fantastic. Honestly, man, Zoe, seriously, like my absolute dream is just to like grow things and give the food to people who need it and all that cool stuff. It's just there's something about like tending something and seeing it grow and, and then eating it and it's just been a beautiful thing. Um, Elizabeth is saying, we just aren't meant to live like this. That's why nature is so restorative. Completely agree. Um, B62 Boom On is saying, I 100% agree that nature is intrinsically linked to our well-being. I saw two grebes doing their mating dance yesterday. Almost had me in tears. Nature will sort you out. Fully agree. And um, a lad called Simon um, Barton Jones actually got in touch with us recently uh, when I was going through a badman and just said, look, just look for beauty. And it works and he's dead right. And I appreciate that intervention, Simon. And I went and did just that and I felt better immediately. So please let us take let us take our own prescriptions and self-refer to nature and be tree nonces once again. Thanks for um, being here. Really appreciate you being here. Please do comment, rate, and subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, this will be out um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts after this, and you can always catch the playback at 7 p.m. UK time every night after a show is done. Um, or if you want to support the work, go to patreon.com forward slash cowdaily, patreon.com forward slash cowdaily. Shouts to absolutely everybody, man. Um, there's green shoots of recovery. I see them on every level. So um, have a wonderful day and um, I'll hopefully see you tomorrow and things are going to be good. And if you can, have a break. Our Easter man, switch off for a bit. See you later.